Good evening, church. Good evening, our beloved brethren that are joining us online. And thank you so much for joining the service tonight. Today, we are having our annual prayer conference. We usually have our prayer conference annually. And today, we are going to be having a panel discussion. First of all, our team is praying for all men. This year, our team is praying for all men, taken from the scripture, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 4. My name is Paul Mohammed, and I'm privileged to be moderating the panel discussion uh, tonight. I want to thank God for our pastor who has given us the privilege uh, to serve God in the prayer ministry. And with me, I have our panelists uh, who are going to introduce themselves uh, shortly. But uh, before we do that, I would like us to start off with a word of prayer. Father, we give you thanks. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we are in your presence, for where two or more are gathered in your name, you're there with them. Father, we are vessels in your hands, for you are the one working in us both to will and to do that which pleases you. We pray that by your spirit, you will lead us, you will guide this discussion, that in everything, Jesus will be lifted up. And the joy of those who are listening and our own joy will be full, Lord. Father, the entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. I pray that you will use your word to open the eyes of understanding of everyone that is listening and those who will listen to this discussion thereafter. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, good evening and welcome to our prayer conference 2022. Uh, thank you so much for making the sacrifice to be here uh, tonight, my beloved brethren. Why don't we start off by you uh, introducing yourself. Uh, say your name. Hi, good, good evening. My name is Katya Stewart. It's a pleasure to be here this evening. Hi, my name is... Hi, my name is Jessica Emmanuel. Glad to be here. <clears throat> Good evening. Good evening. Uh, my name is Otito Okoye. I'm happy to be here today. Good evening. My name is Chiko Nyanakia, and I'm happy to be here today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much uh, for allowing God uh, to use you as a vessel to bless uh, somebody today. It's going to be a wonderful time uh, in his presence, okay? Um, today we are having a panel discussion. Um, afterward, we are going to be praying according to our team, uh, which is praying for all men, okay? Uh, I think the topic of prayer is very, very important to all believers, okay? To any child of God. Uh, for me, learning how to pray effectively is one thing that any believer should understand, okay? Uh, so that uh, 
you know, uh, your walk with God, my walk with God, and also uh, to know how to see uh, his will done in my life here on earth, okay? Because he's about seeing uh, God's will uh, done here on earth, okay? Do we all agree with that? Uh, so I want you to feel free to uh, share with us uh, scriptures, uh, your experience of how you have related with God in prayer and how uh, you have seen results, okay? So our topic is... Uh, Praying to get results. Uh, first of all, let's start off with uh, what you understand about uh, prayers. Okay? What do you understand about prayers? Anybody can go first. Praise God. Um, yes. What I understand about prayers is that praying is the way that I can communicate with my Heavenly Father and just have that, build that intimate relationship with Him. Um, I struggled with praying because, to be honest, it felt so unnatural because we're so used to the flesh. We're so used to being able to touch things or uh, pray to people that are in front of us or uh, praying to someone or something that is not visible was very difficult for me for a very long time. And I kind of still struggle with it now. So as I continued to read the word of God and I learned who God was, he became more real to me and praying become more, became more easier for me. So what I understand about prayer is that it's my way to build that relationship with God, with my father, my heavenly father. Praise God. Hallelujah. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Um, for me, I'm a fan of prayer. I enjoy praying. And uh, prayer, from what I wrote down, um, prayer is an act of faith and uh, hope in the Spirit of God. Prayer is a devout petition to God. It comes as contrition, adoration, supplication, and uh, thanksgiving. Prayer is an outpouring of your heart to whom you believe knows you better than anyone. Prayer is an opportunity to spend time with God. So, prayer gives me confidence. Sometimes in the morning, maybe I have to be somewhere. My wife may be sleeping. Once I get to my car and then driving, we have to call whatever time we have to pray. Even if it's 4 a.m., whatever time she's awake, it gives me confidence that I talk to my father. I don't mind not talking to anybody throughout the day, but I am confident that I will go and come back in peace as long as I talk to my father. So prayer is a, a quality, a, a very great opportunity to spend time with God and then you are good to go. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, uh, something you said, I really just, I want to piggyback on. Um, but, you know, just in answering the question to what I understand by prayer truly is a conversation with God. But when you mentioned about enjoying prayer, um, something came to my mind, which is one of the reasons why I enjoy prayer too, because um for me, it's one of those um, gifts, gifts you can give people, so to say, 
um, the way I look at prayer is, you know, I may not have a million dollars to to give to people, but I can um, I can lift up someone in prayer, even without them knowing. So that's one of the amazing things about prayer is, is you can um, do it on behalf of other people, um, even without them knowing, almost like as a gift to them, just to make sure um, God's perfect will comes through for them. Awesome. Yeah, I would certainly build on that. And um, definitely, you know, with what the panelists have to, sh you know, share regarding prayer, Prayer really just exemplifies, you know, integrity. Um, conversation with, having conversation with God and, you know, prayer is not optional, it's essential. You know, it's feeding our soul, it's nourishment to our soul. Um, I, I know I can speak for myself that, you know, it's for me, it's arming myself or just arming myself for the, you know, as a form of defense, you know, and having that to walk with God. Go ahead. If I could one more thing also about prayer, right? We we are talking to God, but scripture encourages us to um, pray all kinds of prayer, right? So in that conversation with God, it can take several different forms, right? There's really no, well, I almost want to say right or wrong. There is a wrong way to pray. A wrong way to pray is when you don't pray based on the word of God. But in terms of, um, like, you can pray while you're driving. You can pray when you're cooking. You can pray when you, you can go to a retreat and, you know, lock yourself up in a room all day and pray if you have that time and, you know, you can commit to that. But truly, overall, um, it is that conversation. But that conversation can take um, different forms, and that's okay, as long as um, your basis is scriptures and is the word of God. Thank you very much, Jessica, and thank you all for your contribution. Uh, uh, Jessica is uh, even going ahead of us already, <laughs> but uh, from all uh, your contribution, I've seen that uh, it's based on the relationship that we have with God, our Father, okay, uh, coming to him, uh, you know, as, as children, okay, uh, and is a love relationship, is a love relationship, okay, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not pray but have eternal, that eternal life is to know God and to know Jesus Christ, okay, and he that is joined to Christ is one spirit, so is is relationship, okay? Uh, but for all humanity, we see in the scripture, for instance, in Psalm 65, 1 and 2, okay, uh, the Bible says, Praises are waiting you, O God in Zion. And to you the vow shall be performed. Verse 2 says, You who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. So God hears prayers. God desires to answer the prayers of all humanity. Why? Because he loves all humanity. Amen? So he desires to, there's nobody that uh, wants to answer our prayer as much as God does. He desires that all humanity comes to him uh, in prayer. Okay? And also we see in um, John 16, 23, 
And this is Jesus speaking. He said, and in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Whatever you ask the Father in my name. And if you go to 24, verse 24 of that scripture, he say, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So God wants his children to be happy, to be joyful. He delights in answering our prayers. So with this understanding, anybody can approach God in prayer. Anybody can approach God in prayer, even those who don't know him. You see, whoever call on the name of the Lord will be safe. Amen? Uh, now, let's continue to the next question. Why should I pray? Why should I pray? I pray to obtain counsel, direction, protection, guidance. Um, for me, I can also talk about, you know, just that moment of stillness, that moment of stillness. I know there were times I too struggled with, um, with praying, and uh, it's almost as if, you know, you're formulating a dialogue with God, and many times when you're speaking with a, a counterpart or a colleague, you try to preface your dialogue. With God, there's, it's, there's no judgment, you know. Um, I, and to add on that, it's just a time for reflection and introspection. And many times I am able to hear God when I have that moment of stillness and really just listening. In my profession, I spend probably 90% of my time just being in attendance, just attending and listening. So many times the guidance I receive from God is just really just being still and allowing him to counsel. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, definitely I agree with that. Um, pray to, praying gives a whole lot of guidance. Um, you know, I pray sometimes just to, <laughs> I pray sometimes just to, just to get it off my chest and just talk to God about how I'm feeling. Um, and then also to hear from him because sometimes when I'm praying to God, I'll just be talking what, you know, what my flesh feels. Oh, God, I feel like this or this and that, this and that, this and that. And then he, I, I feel his presence. I feel that he's listening. Then after I finish praying, then I wait to hear his guidance. And that guidance really leads me. And it's in so many different ways of my life. Um, so I know I hear, it says here, and... Um, this scripture that it says, I think it's, sorry, it's John 14, 27, where it reads, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you, give to you as the world gives. Um, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And when I pray according to that scripture, it, it gives me guidance on how to go about my day. Um, so why it's important for me to pray is because oftentimes when I pray, I hear God's guidance. And a lot of times, God just wants me to be still. He just wants me to be still. He just wants me to trust him. 
He wants me to trust him. He wants him me to know that he is there. Um, he, he knows that I'm yearning for him, that I desire him, and he knows the challenges that we're facing in our lives, but he just wants us to just know that he is near. And prayer reminds me that God is near. Um, so, praise God. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Um, it's like asking, why should I eat? Um, why should I pray? Um, if you don't pray, as in even Jesus, our Savior and our example, from time to time, what, whenever he has the opportunities, he sneaks out, he go and pray, he talks to the Father. You know, as much as the Father talks to him every minute, but yet he makes time to talk to God, to communicate, to tell him his mind, to tell him to commit his ways. As in praying, sometimes you don't even know what you pray. Just you are led by the Spirit of God and you talk to God and as you are, the day unfolds, if you are paying attention, you will see the, the, the reason why you pray that way. Sometimes you prayed and it wasn't uh, the way you wanted, but because you prayed. But if you did not pray, you may not go have that direction from the Holy Spirit. So when you are doing some certain things, you are like, okay, this is why I pray this. So you know that you can't, uh, you can't miss it. It's, uh, it's part of you, our life as a Christian, and it helps us in all we do. It's like, uh, how do you know a good food? Because when you test it, you say, oh, there is salt in this food. There is pepper in this food. When you pray, you know that you talk to God, you make everything and know that you are working out and you have a balanced life. Praise the Lord. Um, so prayer also builds intimacy, right? When we talk about it being a conversation, you know, when you, when you know somebody, when you're in a relationship or a friendship with somebody, the more, ta um, the more you talk to the person, the more you engage that person, right, the more um, you get to know them. So spending time with God builds intimacy um, such that God robs off of us, you know, so much, right, that we are, um, it's so easy then to, to reflect God. Um, but the other thing about prayer, why, why should I pray, you know, when I thought about this question is, um, <clears throat> We need to pray to uh, almost like, you know, when Jesus said, let your kingdom come, you know. Um, the, way, the, way thing, the way God has set this up, you know, he has all these things for us, you know, but we have to engage him in prayer for those things to come to pass. Almost like we can be passive about, um, about our lives. We can be passive about okay, you know, the, the things we want. I'm reminded of the scripture in James that says, you know, we have not because we, we ask not. So it's important that, I mean, we, you can be cute about it, you know. If, if there is a promise in the Bible that you know is for you, you have to engage God to say, you have said this about me, and so because you have said this, this will be mine. You, you engage him in conversation and when, when you engage him in that conversation, you believe, you truly believe what you're saying, that thing will come to pass. 
Um, so we, it's not something where you're acute about or you're passive about. You know, we, you're not passive about, passive about these things. You have to be truly intentional. Um, if there is something that you, you desire, let it not be said of you that you didn't have it because you didn't ask, right? So we do have to do that asking, and that asking happens in the place of prayer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, it's like uh, Matthew 26, verse 4, where Jesus was watch and pray. Because uh, prayer gives us strength to avoid a lot of stuff, temptations. Because uh, the minute you spent with God is, uh, is a normal. You can't describe it. It's a lot happening within that you can't see with your optical eyes. But uh, it gives us strength to avoid temptation, to, to conquer things that are not reachable, not uh, visible to us. Praise the Lord. I just want to give two examples of why we should pray, um, one from an external and one from internal. So uh, externally, um, when I was in college, I had a mentor. Um, um, she prayed for me all the time, like jo what Jessica was saying. She was always, always praying for me as a newborn again Christian, constantly praying. I had so many people around me that in their closet, in their prayer closet, they were praying for me. And I am confident, I am so confident that I will ne never even be close to the woman and the Christian that I am today without their prayers. So that's why it's so important to pray externally. And I am, like Jessica said, it's the million dollars that you can never give to someone. I have someone in my office right now that um, she's, she has so many different things going on with her life. And only thing I can offer her is prayer, and not in a condescending way, but just like I, 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 I desire so much for her. Um, so all I do is pray for her. Then another example, I remember one time I was driving to work, and um, um, my, 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 one of my mommies, Mommy Imelda, um, who's a, also a part of the prayer ministry, she called me in the morning, and she said, I don't know what's going on, but I need us to pray. So from my drive to work, we just started praying in tongues. We didn't know what to pray about, but we started praying in tongues. And that was the day that, a um, long time ago when I was working at the bank, that was the day that the bank got robbed. And that was the first time that I ever had a gun pointed to my face. And I, I, I mean, I escaped it, and I didn't get hurt at all. Um, but she just listened to the Spirit of God, said, call it to toe, let's pray in the Spirit. I said, okay, mommy, let's pray. And I prayed, and I prayed, and prayed, and um, I strongly believe that um, God intervened. So that's why it's important that you, we listen to the Spirit of God when it tells us to pray. Like Brother Chike said, watch and pray. It's very, very important because there's different things going on in the spiritual realm that we don't know. Praise God. Awesome. That, that was a powerful testimony, powerful testimony, validating the Word of God. Uh, that he gives us the Holy Spirit and he will guide us into all truth. He will teach us and remind us everything Jesus is teaching us and then he will show us things to come. God knows all things. He is the creator of all things. He knows all things. Just like uh, Rachike mentioned, you know, uh, things that, you know, we may not have perspective about God already knows, okay? And 
looking at uh, the scriptures, we, we see that Jesus instructs us to pray. Uh, to pray. If you go to um, Luke 18.1, this was Jesus speaking. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Men, always, as long as you are a man or a woman. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> when I use men, you know, uh, it's connoting the entire humanity, you know, but I like that. It brings bring spice into it. <laughs> Look at the laughter that is generating. Okay, as long as you are a man or a woman, Jesus said you should pray. You should pray. And in First Thessalonians uh, 15, uh, 16 to 18, the Bible says we should rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It doesn't mean that we should stay awake praying 24 hours. But let it be a fellowship. Constant communication with our Father. Okay? It becomes our lifestyle. He has our best interests at heart. He has the best interests of humanity at heart. And also praying, you know, it makes us humble ourselves to see that there is a God who creates, you know, humanity, who creates heaven and earth. You know, it humbles me to know that there is a God who created heaven and earth. And I'm acknowledging him. And he said, in, in Proverbs 3, uh, 5 and 6, that we should trust him with all our heart and not lean onto our own understanding. In all our ways, he said we should acknowledge him and he would direct our path. Can't be best than that. Amen? And she mentioned about people praying for her. You know, it, it shows the nature of God, which is love. God is love. Jesus demonstrated it by coming to die for you and I. Now we have that nature of love. Okay? We are controlled by that love to pray for other people. To see them saved. To see their needs met. So we are motivated by that love of God that is in us. To pray for our fellow brethren. Pray for those in authority. Pray for the nations of earth because they are God's people. And also remember that we have an adversary. Remember him? <laughs> we have an adversary. His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. For he's been defeated. Jesus said, I come that you may have life. And life abundantly. So when we engage 
in the word of God and God, he shows us things to pray about. His will supersede that of the devil because he also was created as an angel of God, but he fell. Amen? That question, why should I pray, is so powerful. You know, um, the more, you know, I hear the panelists share, it's, you know, we're driven by our whys, you know. Um, in everything that we do, you know, we find that passion. If you find that passion, then you really, you can go to your highest level, optimal potential. So why should I pray to, you know, when you're seeking counsel and guidance with God, you know, it's having that, that moment for, again, guidance, you know, um, allowing him to provide the direction. You know, I, I try to think about navigating, and as we were talking, I'm just like literally thinking through. So you're in a car and you're navigating. If you don't have a, a, a former direction, you'll be in circles, you know. So that's just one of the, you know, what came to thought as we were talking about that. That's correct, uh, because the scripture says his word is light unto our path and lamp unto our feet. So when we go to him, uh, when we declare the word of God, it's revealing light, direction to our path. You go and then you walk in it victoriously because God is with you. Amen? Amen. Uh, so, Let's move on to the next uh, question. How can I fellowship with God through prayer? Like, on a daily basis, what is it like to fellowship with God through prayer? What's your routine like? How, you know, bless us. So, um, how, can I, how I fellowship with God through prayer? I have to say what really helps me is um, like listening in to to my inner inner person in a in a man I, I don't want to sound like <laughs> any kind of way but um, a lot of times like when I'm quiet enough I can hear what my inner person is doing and it really helps me um, so like I, I listen in and a lot of times um, you know, my inner person is, you know, worshiping God, singing a song or something, and I hear it. Sometimes I'm like, really, that song? Okay, let's go. And I, and I engage, and it, it really just helps me um, connect. I, I say this point to say that it is important that um, we build our spirit man up because it, it helps us. It helps us. There is, you know, this world, so many things going on. There I mean... Even if you're not married, you're. I mean, there's always something that's trying to engage you, that's trying to take away your time. So, um, if you if you mm, form the habit of um, really building up your spirit, man, through prayer, through through um, fellowshipping with the with the Word, you'll find that even when you don't have the Bible in front of you, or even when you don't, you're not in a formal, okay, quiet time where you're studying and you're writing. Um, your spirit really it helps you connect with, um, helps you connect with God, and um, that whole direction that you know that you you spoke about. Um, a lot of times, you know, my spirit man will, will will be singing a song or focusing on something, and once I engage, 
you know, I, I get a sense of where where he wants me to go and kind of what we need to do, um, so to say. But you know, other things I other things that I do, I listen a lot to um, worship sessions. My kids make fun of me all the time. Yeah, mommy. <laughs> I always have some some YouTube. Um, I, I I really like live um, worship sessions. Live, um, I really enjoy that. So they always make fun of me. Your mom, you're listening to your music, um, but having that playing even when you're working, when you're cleaning, um, when you're in your car driving. It really does help. I know Otito said something recently where she's like, don't always just listen to music, also listen to the word of God. And if you remember, that also helps, just listening um, to sermons. This day and age, so many resources, so many resources. So that really just helps us, uh, helps me stay engaged over the course of the uh, day. I just have a quick, just a very quick comment. Go ahead. Uh, let me ha just highlight, you know, so you know, the point she's making, she listened to um, live worship songs. She listened to sermons, you know, um, using the word of God. And it, it builds her spirit. You know, that even when she's not in front of her Bible, the word of God is already resident in her. Become part of her life. And then in any situation, the Holy Spirit picks that word and says, use this to pray. Go ahead. Praise God. Um, you know, that, there's two things I see in that. The word is fellowship with God through prayer. Oftentimes, sometimes we feel like we can't fellowship with God maybe if we've done something. I just want to say that, or we can't pray because maybe we think we've done something and then God doesn't want to hear from us. Just like a child and a parent. You think that you've done something against your child, your parent and you want to hide. Um, but I'm, I'm here to say that that's not true. And I've learned that on those moments where I feel like I can't fellowship with God, having that corporate prayer, and we, we, are, we belong to such an amazing church that uh, I remember growing, I was going to say growing up in uh, Orange Foursquare, that's how I feel. I feel like I grew up in Orange Foursquare, even though I came there as an adult. Well, I did grow up there because my spirit, my born again grew up there. So growing up in Orange Foursquare, I remember we used to say that the weekend started on Wednesday because Wednesday was Wednesday prayer. So for all of us, we used to always look forward to Wednesday prayer. Then from there, Thursday Bible study. Then from there, there was some activity. Then Saturday, there was another activity. So I've learned to... Um, Fellowship with God through prayer by corporate prayer first, because again, it was very difficult for me to pray. And it kind of is, I can pray now. Um, but I've learned to learn to fellowship with God through prayer by first joining corporate prayer. So Wednesday prayer, um, uh, sorry, um, Tuesday prayer now, and Wednesday um, believers meeting helps me sometimes when I don't want to say anything, like if I'm having a rough day and I don't want to open my mouth to pray, and we start praying, and I realize that life is bigger than me. So I start praying for other things. Then all of a sudden, now I'm in the spirit of prayer. So I would encourage everyone to find ways to help them pray um, by joining prayer and a believer's meeting, because that helps when you don't want to pray. Agree. Agree. Another um, powerful question, how do I fellowship with God? You know, it's definitely not. It's defi definitely multifaceted. 
Um, it is not a cookie cutter or a one size fit all. You know, the moment may just call for dancing or the moment may call for you to, um, for you to sing in words, you know. Or some of us are artistic, you know, we're writers, um, we'll write. You know, so there are many different ways that we can fellowship. For instance, when I was called to um, serve on this panel, I reached out to a pastor friend of mine and we were fellowshipping and we were talking and being able to see, bring perspective to get, to have his perspective and use those experiences to, you know, to of course bring it into perspective as well. So, you know, again, many different ways, many different forms. You know, sometimes we think it's one, only one way to do it and it's, you know, it's sometimes it's, it can, for some, that can actually be intimidating when, it, when you feel that the only way you can do it is this way and no other way. But some of us really have so many different talents. And as you know, God is a forgiving God and he's you know, judgment-free. So if this is how you know how to fellowship with him, you know, who's to say that you're doing it wrong? Yeah. Awesome. Praise the Lord. The question is, how can I fellowship with God through prayer? Like, like on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Eh? Like on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes. How can I fellowship with God through prayer? So, is a is a whole lot because uh, the fellowship there is a uh, the fellowship there is talking to God, reminding Him His words, praying the scriptures, made it because the more you pray, you remember what the pastor talked about. You remember his promises, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and added no sorrow. My peace I leave unto you. The last word of Jesus is, uh, um, he said, uh, um, it's finished. No, no, not it's finished. Forgive them for they know that no. their sins. <laughs> no. It is finished. <laughs> he said, I will always be with you. He said, so when you are praying, you are reminded of his promises, the word of God, the blessing of God, and is a lot. And then you start, you, you feel, you are filled up because through prayer, you moved. Like if I start praying sometimes, um, I don't know, like Pastor was talking, he, he, they started talking last week and then before you know it, almost an hour, fellowship with God through prayer. He keep talking and then, the revelation comes with it, and then you may have a, from there, it may reveal to you to pray for somebody. Because like uh, uh, um, uh, Sister Melda, she was praying and God revealed to just call her. So that's the fellowship, because if you are not in the act of praying, you may not uh, be, the, those things may not be revealed to you. So you have to fellowship with him by making time to pray so that the gift of God will be manifested. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So in a nutshell, it sharpened our discernment. Remember? Yeah. Ephesians 1 uh, uh, from 17 to 18, Apostle Paul was praying for the church in Ephesus that God will give you the spirit of wisdom, understanding, and discernment, the knowledge of him and discernment. So the more you engage in the word of God and fellowship with God in prayer, the more you are able to discern what he's telling you. Just 
you know, uh, the example that uh, you gave. Uh, awesome, awesome uh, contributions. Uh, thank you uh, very much. Um, so now let's move on to the next uh, question. How important is the word of God in prayer? Praise the Lord. Say the why is prayer how, how how important is the word of, of God. God in prayer? Okay, how important is the word of God in prayer? Um, how important is the word of God? Is a is it gives you reassurance. It makes you to, it's like uh, you have a full tank. The word of God encourages you, builds you up. Like uh, the word of God, uh, how important is the word of God in prayer? Is uh, The word of God makes you understand your spiritual authority in Christ. It can positively set, uh, is a, set the tone of your day. The word of God can make you, maybe things are not working, but the word of God can set the tone of your day. And you are like, I'm good to go. You are filled up, you energize. The, the, the word of God energizes the heart of a believer through the power of the spirit. It, uh, it opens your heart to God. And then it brings, as in, it makes things clear to you. This is the word of God. This is true. Your word is true. Let heaven and earth pass, but a dot of my word will not fail unfulfilled. I will always be with you, even to the end of the world. That assurance is more than anything I can think of. That's my best scripture. Anything that happens, that's why even I was, when I was working with somebody, um, I always said, I, 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 I told the person, and then even my wife or anybody around me that I don't, my whole trust is in God. There is nothing a man can do for me. I will appreciate man, I will respect man, but I don't depend on man. I depend fully on God. I wake up knowing that he will never leave me. I don't, I don't wake up knowing that, oh, I wake up even if, oh, this, door, this person say I'm not giving you this. I don't think about it twice. I think about I am with you even to the end of the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? <laughs> knowing that your father always got your back. Amen. Go ahead. What um, a scripture came to mind, and I googled it real quick. How important is the word of God in in prayer? Um, um, the the scripture that says, you know, God watches over His word to perform it. He doesn't watch over people's opinion. He doesn't watch over what CNN said to perform it. He doesn't watch over, I don't know, what your boss said, what your doctor said to perform it. He watches over his word to perform it. And that's why it's really critical that we come to him based on his word, because that's what he'll do. He will, he will perform his word. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Anybody else? 
that's 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 key because everything is created through the word of god let's look at uh the scriptures can i just say where that scripture is jeremiah 1 12 is really there Okay. Jeremiah one twelve. Jeremiah one twelve. Okay. Uh, whenever you find it, please. Uh, sometimes you know these scriptures come up. You know, the Holy Spirit pulls up. Please. Uh, Jeremiah one twelve. Yeah, there you go. Then the Lord said to me, "You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. My word. Amen. He performs his word. That's 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 that's." That's Sorry. truth. Yeah. That's, that's, that's powerful. And in, in uh, John 1, 1 to 3, the Bible tells us, I'll read quickly, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. So if I have this understanding that all things was made through him, through Jesus, who is the living word, and then the written word direct us to him, then I think my first step before I even start praying is to go to the word of God for me. Go to the word of God and say and find out what did God say concerning that situation that I'm about to pray about. Right? What did he say? All things were created through his word. And like Jessica mentioned, he performs his word. We see an example in Genesis um, 21, 1-2. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God has spoken to him. You see the consistent, as he said, as he spoken, he did. He performs his word. And then the word of God is the will of God. You know, most times you hear people ask his case, what is the will of God? Am I praying the will of God? The word of God is his will. Right? In 1 John uh, 14, 1 John 5, 14 to 15, you know, you say, now you say, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. God is bound to his word because his word is him. Him and his word are one. Amen? So, a believer will never go wrong if you go to the word of God to find out what the word of God says concerning the situation. 
Sometimes when you go, the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation. The Holy Spirit might just tell you, give you a word, be still and know that I am God. That's prayer answered right there. You know that this is what the Lord is telling me. Be still and know that. At that point, I'm saying, Father, thank you. You spoke to me through your word. Amen? So we cannot overemphasize the importance of the word of God in prayer. We cannot. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 1.3, say, who being bright, the brightness of his glory, express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. You uphold all things by the word of his power. So, for instance, if I want to pray about direction, I go to Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me and I will guide. Right? If I want to make requests, I'm trusting God for a child. The Bible says every good and every perfect gift come from and in Romans, I think Romans, I mean, uh, Ephesians 1, uh, no, not Ephesians, Psalms 127, it tells us that children are a gift. Everything is in the word. Amen? So let's continue. Uh, and even Jesus said it in that's why, you know, that's why, you know, I cannot be thankful to God enough for giving us shepherd. Oh my God. I, can, I cannot be thankful. You are, you are living witness. You are you, you can, Jesus himself said it. He said, if you continue in my teaching, you are my disciples. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you. I think I have to listen to this message over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like when instead of giving someone a fish, you teach them how to fish, so to say. So whenever they need the fish, they know they can go to the sauce. Where to find it? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'll read this last scripture and then we'll continue. Jesus said, uh, John fifteen seven. He said, "If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire, and it shall be done for you." Abide in me. Trust me. I am divine. You are the branches. And let my word be active in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so sorry. I just have something to say real quick. I'm sorry. And just going back to Katia's point when she said, you know, your why, figuring out your why, you know. And I just realized that Oftentimes, the reason why I, I found it difficult to pray was because my why, again, was not focused on the Lord, on his word. But if we focus our prayer on God's word, if we want res God results, like kingdom results, then prayer should be easy because we'll be praying according to his word. So prayer should be something that we know that, like you said, we're, we're submitting ourselves to God in prayer, not praying for our own selfish needs or our own needs, because that's already been taken care of. So I just wanted to just go back to that. That really helped me a lot. Thank you, Katia. 
Awesome. Iron sharpened iron. I'm learning. <laughs> We're all here to learn. Amen. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, now, uh, how do we pray to get results? So um, we have 12 minutes. Let's see if we can do justice to the last two questions. We have two more questions. How do we pray to get results? As if we've been answering this. <laughs> <laughs> um, base your prayers on God's words. Like we said, First uh, John 5, verse 14 and 15. Base your prayers on God's words. And uh, submerge your prayers in faith. Hebrew 11, verse 6, and the Matthew 21, verse 22. Submerge your prayers in faith. And uh, according to Corinthians 10, verse 3 to 5, he said, uh, stop fear in its track. When you are praying, it makes you stop fear. And uh, when you pray, according to Joshua 1, verse 8, see yourself succeeding. See your prayer answered. See yourself succeeding. See that your prayer is what? Answered. And uh, testify that your prayer is answered. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their life so much that they were afraid to die. Testify that your prayer is answered. Do not go by what you see. Go by the word of God, like our dad said. See it, act, receive, and the ten testify. Praise the Lord. So he said, get involved helping someone else. Galatians 5 and 6. How do I get results? Get involved helping someone else through prayer. Get on the giving end. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Luke 6 verse 38. So, this, uh, we, um, ways and steps will help you get results because you base it on prayer, you speak it, you act it, you receive it, and you tell it. Praise the Lord. So, uh, basically, you know, uh, by faith in God and also uh, his, his word, and the Bible, uh, for instance, um, Mark eleven twenty four. You say whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received it, and it shall be yours. Hebrew eleven six two. He that he that comes to God must first believe. So you have that assurance that you are not just talking to someone that is not hearing you. You believe that He is. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's the same scripture, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, go ahead. Uh, you guys, go ahead. You want to say something? No, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, I was sharing um, when we had the rising generation. Uh, it, that's the same scripture that we use, you know, to pray uh, for Somebody, me and somebody, he put his faith, he was trusting God for his job for seven years. The devil has been denying access for seven years. And that was the scripture we used to pray. He put the same application. He wasn't sure what, <laughs> what was going to happen. And God brought me his way. 
and we use that scripture too. He's now working with the state. He said three weeks into the job that he didn't believe that he got it. I just want to add this one um, tiny um, thing about action. You know, believe, believe, believe is really not just saying it. What you do really must align. You know, um, I think Pastor has said, said something in this line where it's like when you move in action, you see the, you, you see the power of God. You know, like you won't, don't just stay one place and, you know, this, this, quoting everything. You have to turn it into action, make a move, make a step, and you see, you know, you see the power, you know, signs and wonders will follow, you know, those I believe. So the, the, key, the key piece of um, following through with what you're saying, I believe, I have faith with your action. The example you gave, if you didn't apply to the, for the job, if you didn't go for the interview, hello, you know, you guys can keep praying there from now till tomorrow, you know, but he had to follow through with, you know, putting in that application, going for the interview and trusting that God will do his part. So um, action is really key. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Just like David, when he was faced with Goliath, Goliath first of all spoke, he mocked him and laughed. David said, let me tell you how you will die today. And he began to say what God, how God has delivered him from the mouth of beer, from the mouth of life. And he said, today, this same God, will, and this is what I will do to you. I will use your own sword to cut your head. And when Goliath, he, he disturbed he moved towards Goliath. Awesome. Go ahead. You wanted to say something? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> but definitely to execute, I think it's, you know, definitely demonstrating, demonstrative. Um, I wanted to just kind of build on uh, what you said and just to bring com just the confirmation. Um, Mark 11, 20, Mark 11 uh, verse 24. Therefore, I tell you whatever, you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe it and you will receive it. It will be yours. You know, um, I always, you know, always think about prayer and praying for results. You start off with thanking God, you know, just being thankful and praying in scriptures and really referencing your scriptures to support your prayer. So um, that's, uh, that's true. You see, so you see the step, desire. You must have a desire, something that you... Um, asking God for or you're praying about and then be specific then you have the scripture then you believe after you, you know you pray you believe that you know you have it already amen and what will be your your response after you receive it's thanksgiving talking about thanksgiving I think is important that we as children of God always Start our day with thanksgiving. It's something I'm learning to do when I wake up in the morning. I'm making it a habit to see that the first thing that comes out from my mouth is thank you, Jesus, or thank you, Father. And then I began to see reason why you should thank him. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking of a conversation I had with a friend earlier today, and we were talking about prayer and faith. 
And one of the things that he talked about, he said, if you worry, don't pray. If you pray, don't worry. So I thought that was really powerful. <laughs> uh, Philippians 4, uh, 6 tells us about not worrying. That is another rule of engagement. Don't be anxious. So we don't pray, you know, in, in, in fear. That's why when you go to the word of God and meditate on that word, then faith comes. It takes away anxiety and fear. The woman with the issue of blood, she heard about Jesus. Even though there were challenges around her, the issue she's had for 12 years, and then there were crowds around her, all those could raise anxiety and fear. But she said to herself, because faith has now come, she said, if only I may. Praise God. Uh, what are examples of prayers in the Bible? Like, we have... Three minutes. What are examples of prayers? <laughs> so many examples, but I'll just I'll share. You know, one of my favorite um, prayers in the Bible. I love Mary so much. Um, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, in my mind, young lady, can't not even married yet, and gets a, a visitation by an angel. You know. Um, Everything the angel said, this is Luke, is in Luke 1. Um, just a whole lot. You know, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be, you're favored, blessed. I'm, like all these amazing, wonderful things that seemed larger than life. You know, she, she continued in that conversation and engagement. But at the end of it, in verse, um, um, verse 28, you know, she, verse 38 rather, Verse 38, uh, she said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me um, come true. Then the angel left her. So basically heard all those promises. And at the end of the day, she was like, be it unto me according to what you have said, God. So this is really one of my favorite um, prayers. And one thing, I, one uh, a prayer I pray for myself also, everything God has said about me. Yes, Lord, amen. It'll all come to pass. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Awesome. Anybody else? Uh, one, one minute. Okay. Um, we have a lot of examples in of prayers in the Bible, but we have a, as we are living testimonies too. Um, like uh, one of the, I remember last year. It was last year. I told, I shared it with the prayer group. One of the days I was leading the prayer. So during the course of prayer. I was driving, I was praying, and uh, it was a long journey. So, I, 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 as I was praying, I said, uh, please, let's pray for, there is something like an accident on the way, please, let's pray. And it wasn't the line of my prayer. And uh, I said, oh, please, there is fire, let's pray, let's pray. And then we all prayed, and uh, that's it. We go home, park the car in the garage. The next morning, I went back, and then the whole garage was filled with uh, gas. 
I didn't know that my gas, my gas tank was bust, got busted on the road. And uh, with the heat, it was the winter period, and we are driving with the gas, the gas leaking out from, and uh, that's an example of prayers. God answered, and I was like, what? This is it. So I don't think any other person can tell me any other thing else. <laughs> this is a great example. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will show us things, things to come. <laughs> I love you. Sorry, time. <laughs> so we have additional five minutes. Right? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Good example. The Holy Spirit will show us things. So the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to. In Romans 8 from 26, but the Holy Spirit make intercession for the saint. And he, the Holy Spirit that knows the heart of God, you know, uh, prays the perfect will of God for the saints. Amen? That's a good example. Anybody else? Praise God. Paul is looking at me like, what is she about to say? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But I know one of the prayers that um, it's kind of like, um, when the lady with the issue of blood, I think she prayed, but she prayed a prayer of faith. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. You know, so she knew who God was and she professed, she confessed, you know. Um, so for me, praying is also throwing out that what you know God has done for you. Um, and I don't know, that's not called intercession. That's called... Um, it's supplication? No. Supplication. Right? Yeah, I think that might... Petition. You're, you're yeah. making your request known to God. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, so for me, that's how she prayed. Now, please, I wanted to... The one I was thinking... The other one I was thinking about was when David, when he danced unto the Lord. I know that's more like Thanksgiving. But the, I feel like... You know, when we do things like that, it's like a sign of prayer to, onto the Lord. Like you're, you're just, I know it's not really prayer, but it's, you know, he's dancing onto the Lord and he's conse consecrating himself and just giving his all onto the Lord. Um, I know that for me, I... I That's prayer. That's yeah. prayer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah. it? Okay. Because I, 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 I love dancing onto the worship. Lord as a wor worship. Yeah, to worship yeah. him. Yeah. So I think that that's another... Um, example of prayer. Um, and I, I like Katia said again, sometimes you have to do it in your own art form, you know. Uh, it's not always the way that, like for me, sometimes I get worried, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's just my mind, but that if I don't kneel down or if I don't, uh, you know, posture a certain way that I can't pray to God. Um, but that's not true. You don't have to do that. You just pray. You just pray to your Father. So, yeah. Praise, Praise the Lord. God. Please, uh, I just have one thing to add about uh, Haggai, uh, Ishmael's mo um, mother, right? And uh, she don't have the covenant we had, nah. But she prayed, and God answered uh, her, provided a well of, and uh, in her situation, she just talked to God. So wh what about us that have a better covenant, that have Jesus, that have God like uh, Sister Ada was telling us on Sunday, we are carrying God. We are God itself. We are representative. So um, I think when we pray, we, we know that our Father hears us. Praise the Lord.
Awesome. Well, yeah, what you, you know, really just said, what, you know, what came to mind is the words, you know, we are gods. We're, you know, we're representative of, of, of God and everything we say has the power to help somebody, you know. So what, what is oozing out of you? You know, what are you, we, we always, we're always making a sound, you know, one of the songs I, I led recently, um, we, we raise a sound to God, you know, we, we raise a sound by what we are saying, you know, not just in, converse, in conversation with people, by our thoughts, and I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, a lot of things that we really have the ability to use our words to, um, almost enact the kingdom of God, so to say, you know, so let's not, don't belittle, don't, don't belittle your words, you know, you can be anywhere you are, and you're engaging in prayer for people you know, for people you don't know, our words carry power, our words, it's, it's really powerful, and it doesn't have to be very formal, you know, it can be just you uttering something, and believe it or not, you know, it will, um, you know, God will, will go to work. One really quick example. I remember um, one of the first jobs I got after, after I got my master's degree, I took it because of the schedule. That was why I took it. It was a bit far away from my house. And I had a baby at the time. CJ was, I'm going to make this quick. CJ was very small. And I was um, struggling. It was far. And um, I would get there. I'll have so much work to do. And then I'll have to, you know, drive back park gray, pick him up from the babysitter and everything. And very, you know, shortly into it, maybe four weeks, six weeks, um, I was really like, it was stressful. <laughs> and I remember ordering, I, I really could get another job. Like, almost like, well, something else could happen where, you know, I, I could get something better. And it, it, two seconds, one second, that thought just came, came in, my, in, my, in my head, so to say. Um, but lo and behold, in a, in a matter of, I don't know, less than a month, the way God just orchestrated things, I was out of that job in no time, got a job like five minutes away from my house, much, much better pay, you know, and I still sometimes I think about it and just the way that prayer happened, it was two seconds like, because it, it was a true need that I had, like <laughs> I was stressing, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no, this is really not possible, but, but God heard that. And he came through. So we don't really need any formality, you know. Let let's no mm -mm, nothing you know special, but really just using the power of our words to um, bring about the kingdom of God. Isn't that a beautiful way to end it? The scripture says it says life, death, and life is in the power of our tongue. We are representing. Jesus here on earth. And Jesus called us the salt of the earth. What does salt do? You give season to it. He called us the light of the earth. What does light do? Where there is darkness, you bring light. For instance, because of this light, everybody is seeing us. Amen? Father, we give you thanks. for guiding us, for teaching us, for your word that was shared. Thank you because, Lord, you will use your word 
to give light to every and anyone that will listen to this discussion. Bringing revelation, understanding, bringing healing, reviving our prayer life to fellowship with you. And all glory go back to you, Father. Be thou exalted, hallowed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Please, can you put your hands together for them? I appreciate our panelists now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>